You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Kelsey Charles here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation Radio. As always, happy Friday. Um, you might notice it is just myself. I am lacking my better half, hence why you didn't get the ever so lovely, um, it's Friday, <laughs> Rebecca Black style or whatever the artist's name is. I always mix them up. I'm so sorry. You know, you'd think after this much time I'd get it right, but here we are. Um... So, Megan and I are in different locations at the moment, but don't fret because we actually recorded this episode, the interview you'll be hearing next, earlier this week, and it's a good one, you guys. Um, As you all know, sports are back. Uh, They're different, but they are back, and we are seeing training camps in play, games are starting to happen. Um, And as we all know, the Cowboys are set to begin their camp in a mere few days. How is it the end of July, y'all? But either way, I think what we're all noticing is that there's going to be a ton of different just differences in, in how things are operated and how things are run. We've been talking about it a lot on this show and I know everywhere else. Um, so what we decided to do is kind of take you behind the scenes and peel back the curtain a little bit on on truly what a sports experience in COVID looks like. We had the opportunity to chat with one of my longtime friends in the industry, Jason Chinnick. He is hanging out with the Dallas Mavs uh, in the digital media department and He's been down in the bubble for several weeks now, and he's going to kind of be there for the long haul. But it was so interesting because, you know, we got a chance to talk to him and, and see what it was really like. You, if, if, you, if you are like me and have followed along on the, on, on the Twitter, <laughs> there's obviously been a lot of fun stuff. We sit on social media and people have been pretty open about what it's like and what it's not like. But we wanted to hear it firsthand, and so that's exactly what we did. So... Without further ado, I will uh, toss it over to us, <laughs> myself, and Megan Jason from earlier this week and uh, dive into this super interesting behind-the-scenes interview. All right, and joining us now, we've got Jason Chinnick with the Dallas Mavericks, a digital producer. He is coming to us from the NBA bubble in Orlando. Jason, hello. Hello. Welcome, Orlando. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. How how goes it? I mean, I can't say I was expecting to know anyone that was going to be in the bubble, but then I realized that I have some really famous friends, that being yourself, and um, who have totally not famous. 
gain entry into these <laughs> these golden gates? What's it like? It's um, as a we're kind of saying around. Uh, it's a summer camp, basically. It's a big adult summer camp. <laughs> well, it is at the happiest place on earth, right? Well, so. yeah, totally. <laughs> We, we've yet to go, go across the lagoon to the happiest place on earth, but still totally a summer camp. The way, the, at least the way the Mavericks are uh, handling it. So yeah, I've seen some funny videos come out of there, like DJing on the balcony. So yeah, <laughs> the spirits yeah. are light. I was gonna say. I mean, obviously we're excited because games are coming and you know practice and whatnot. Like that's great. Like actual sports are happening. But I have to say, like, I am the true entertainment to me has been watching how these guys have been handling uh, basically quarantine, like quarantine 2.0 within mm -hmm. this bubble. I mean, walk us through, like, before we kind of dive into that, what's it been like when you got there? Like, what were your, what did, they, what did you have to do? Like, precautions you had to take? Like, just like step by step for those of us that haven't lived this experience yet. Like, what's it been like when you got there? Like, you know, all of that. All above. So before we left, it was two weeks of testing every other day. Uh, and one of those weeks included the actual practice, like at home every day. Um, and then that was as well, that was five days of actual practice because there were two days off for the fourth holidays. Um, and then we flew out here on the 8th, because I don't remember, because time has no meaning. Private? Uh, uh, the Mavs Charter. Yep, okay. Um, and once we arrived in Orlando, we bust right over here, immediately had a meeting with NBA staffers, just kind of saying like what the whole process will be like and welcome, that kind of thing. Uh, got tested, and then we all immediately went to our rooms and closed the door, and we only opened the door for picking up meals and getting tested twice wow. for 48 hours. So, Oh, so you had quarantine for 48 hours. It was an automatic? Yeah. Okay, got it. I know the yes. MLS so, did 12 hours, I think it was, is what their quarantine, I believe, is. Yeah, so that... Um, yeah, that's just was the league standard for everybody coming into the into the bubble. You had to quarantine for two days, and I it's only just two days because we were doing the testing for that week, but two weeks before. Um, because obviously, if there were issues before that, you would have already caught it. Um, and it's why uh, the other uh, press people who came into the bubble. Like there, this there's multiple bubbles, if that makes sense. But they kind of sometimes interact. Uh huh. Um, so like, uh, Brad Towson of the Dallas Morning News, um, is currently here in Orlando, and today was the first day that he made practice because yesterday was the yesterday being the nineteenth. Today's the twentieth. Uh, <laughs> I try to remember it. I try to I try to think about that stuff because it's hard to remember what day is it what time is it who knows 
but Brad and other writers had to quarantine for seven days wow. in a hotel, not leave. So because they weren't getting the same testing leading up until they came. Okay, got it. Correct. Yeah. Wow. And were there any cases like did did you feel like that was pretty effective? Like it, you know? Yeah. There has been. It's been in that regard. Yeah. No real hiccups, and it's kind of. It's one of the reasons I felt somewhat comfortable after I kind of knew what I was getting into. It wasn't kind of a big unknown. Feels I pretty have to ask if they're like, are the tests still, are they the swabs or are they ones that like have the Q-tip that goes all the way to your brain? It's oh. just, just the swabs. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, nothing. Like, I that every day. I hope it's not the Q-tip. <laughs> yeah, I only think, I only got the full brain tickle at least twice. <laughs> um, but, and then there's occasional antibody tests, which is just taking a little bit of blood. So, and that's not horrible. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. doable. Yeah. And it's for, it's honestly for a good thing because it's dat data for the science to figure out kind of matching helps eliminate, eliminate false positives. Right. So, so you had to come in and you quarantined for 48 hours. And then once you were like showing up symptoms, you're like, all right, I'm good. And what's it been like navigating? I mean, I've been reading things about how there there's some people that have like beepers that if you're too close or you are in the proximity of people that it starts to like beep. Like I was reading something on ESPN the other day about that too. What's it been like in the day to day and like what kind of functionalities and protocols that they have in place? We asked because obviously this is so unprecedented right now. And I think it's so fascinating to me watching what the different leagues are doing. And it obviously we are seeing that some are doing it better than others. Uh, as evidenced by some of the uproar that's been happening in the National Football League and how they have had a lack of a uh, plan in place. Although I think as of today, when we're recording this on the 20th, there were some resolutions that have been enacted and I know they're working on things, but um, I just love to hear like what that's been like. like. Once you got there, like what else have they been doing to make sure you guys are staying safe as possible? So, I mean, just kind of continuing the plan that was set up. So masks all the time for uh, definitely for staff members. And if you're not um, playing basketball or some other outdoor activity where you are social distanced, um, it's mask all the time, basically. Um, I'll just say personally, after this now coming up on a month of doing this, Wearing a mask isn't so horrible. You buy the right mask, it's fine. Like I'm wearing it for 12 hours a day um, and can do my job. So there's no reason why somebody can't go to, go to Walmart wearing a mask. I'll just throw that in there right now. Retweet, we all agree, mask on. Yes. If you want sports, wear the damn mask. Quote exactly. I will do anything for some sports right now. So yeah, like I'm not even going to censor myself. Like it's just wear it. I don't, I don't have yeah. sympathy if you don't want to wear the mask. Like don't cry to me on Twitter, wear the mask. It's, it's definitely, and I would say like I bought um, some of the surgical ones that have the two ties. Like I don't go around the ear because the around the ear is annoying. So do a little bit of research and you might find something that works better for you. So. Yeah, and you can get a cool, like, Dallas Cowboys or Dallas Mavs one. 
Exactly. Wrap your squad. Remind yourself why you're wearing it so they can play. (laughs) So is there any semblance of, are you, have you heard about these? Are you seeing these little beepers that people are wearing? And if you're too close, like they're going off or something like that, is that actually something that they're using? So it's, they're around, um, haven't seen them as much, I guess. Um, but I they they are around and you can usually hear them. I think I think what might be running into is charging them. Okay. Because we were given chargers for them, so I think some people are forgetting. But <laughs> the the beeper thing is honestly, it's there's I think there's some tracking in it to like uh, tracks. They can see where you were, kind of thing oh. to caught it. Like that, contact tracing. Yeah, the contact tracing. Um, it's the social distance stuff. The beeping is more just a casual reminder. It's And it's not like it's a blaring klaxon. Like, this person is too close. <laughs> it's just like a light. Back beep. away from me, Jason. <laughs> I said six feet. <laughs> Custom program mine so quick. I'd be like, <laughs> so fast. I'd like to hire someone to hack it. Like that would be a necessity. If I was still during training camp with the Cowboys, I'd be like, we're buying these, and they're it's like a, the ringback tones of the pandemic. Like they're fully customizable. <laughs> you can make them say whatever you need. Um, that's amazing. So yeah, for people that didn't hear about that, basically, they're just devices that you. I mean, Jason, I don't know if you wear them around your neck or what, what exactly. I haven't seen one myself, but. It just, it goes into the credential holder. Oh, it's perfect. A, it's a small little, like, like a pack of Listerine strips, like little wow. case. Like, it's tiny. Got it. Yeah. So there's tons of, like, there's, like, technology where if you're within the vicinity of someone, it'll just like, beep. Or if, you're, if you stay there for too long, it'll, you know, go go even more if you will and so i think that's something that i've seen that they've deployed i haven't heard about that on in other leagues so i thought that was kind of interesting i'm not yeah. sure if you're hearing if that's being used elsewhere but um obviously it doesn't seem it's super pervasive if people aren't charging yeah. it <laughs> the uh um the bigger th- i think the honestly the a big plus is being here at disney and the magic bands um which are normally just you know room keys or charge to your room devices, but here they can set them to be your access point. So you literally just skip, where the hell is mine? <laughs> Over there in my station that I, so I don't forget it. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of a, I think that's probably a pretty solid thing that the NBA is doing because you use it to, you enter a building. Like if I literally just go eat food, I have to go through a checkpoint where I, scan in and it has all my data there and then also when i go get tested i check in with the wristband so got it interesting i didn't think i didn't know they were doing that that's i mean it makes sense yeah. if the technology Basic, kind of place. yeah basically you can't go anywhere without it so it's also your room key so you know you're not going to forget it either 
does it deactivate though when you hold next to your phone like that's always an issue that i have with room keys like i always deactivate my room keys because i carry my phone in my same hand with my room key regularly no have you have you actually not seen the magic bands no i haven't i'm listening yeah, let me go grab it yeah please do i haven't okay let's see i was at last time i was at disney i was there for the pro bowl last year but we didn't get the magic bands like i don't know i can't remember where we stayed but we were not at a disney resort so it's oh. literally just oh dang keep that like, for for those audio listeners it's literally just a, like a watch without a watch on it we'll see if we can get you to take a picture of it for the for the twitter and, folks and then like where the watch would be is just a small little rfid chip i guess and it just has so you just wear that the entire day and you would just same way you scan uh you know some hotels just have the card where you just tap the yeah the, you just tap the door here with the wristband so yours has maps on it does everyone have a customized one like for whichever team you're assigned to or you're with yeah the teams all have their own uh the staffers don't have their names on it but the players they actually uh printed their uh names on them as well you want to know why because they're i'm going to make an assumption but i think i'm right because they're adult man children and they lose their stuff. Like, I, saw I mean, who spent I mean, I wrote my name on mine. So <laughs> I lost it. As someone who spent several years dating an equipment manager, the amount of stuff those, those guys lose is next level. I'm like, how do you live your life? Like, how do you live your life and you can't find your warmups to get on the plane? Like, this is an every week type of thing that you're dealing with. Like these are basic principles of, of living. Um, well, I'm glad that they have uh, the little Mickey Mouse bands in place. Shout out to Disney for that. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. What about like, yeah. you said you had to check in like wherever you go. So I'm sure you check out as well. So you scan in, yep. scan out. What about, you know, you're a digital producer. So you're a lot of like video, like photo, a lot of that kind of requires you to be close to the players. What is it like in terms of clearance being allowed to be close to players, be around practice for like people like you or people that are in the media? Do they have different tiers of access or what is that looking like? Yeah, so there's definitely different tiers of access. Um, one, I will say I'm extremely lucky, lucky and fortunate uh, that coach has allowed me into practice. Um, so I'm very glad that he has, uh, very appreciative of it because, uh, as he has said, um, this is a weird time and giving, uh, me access and by extension, all the fans at home, uh, access to the players is, can only be a good thing. Um, so he, I'm here with the team as a member of the Maverick staff. So I'm not normally looped in in the same bubble as other media. So thanks to Rick, uh, sorry, thanks to coach, I should say. <laughs> uh, <same> basis. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's only from TV side. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, thanks to coach. We're, I'm basically in practice the entire time. 
which definitely lets me uh, feel out where I can get the best shots long because normal media access is only the last 15 minutes of practice. Mm -hmm. And that still happens um, when they turn around the robo cameras that are in the practice facilities and when they let NBAE in. And now uh, when writers and whatnot like Brad Townsend can come in. Um, and if I was limited to the 15 minutes, I would also be fine with that and I'd work with it but I'm grateful that I can be in practice the entire time. That's awesome. Like, are they, are, are they pretty strict about, you know, make sure you're state keeping your distance. Do they have like things in place. Like you can't cross this boundary, even though you still do have access to practice or is it kind of like, Hey, everyone knows like six feet is the rule. So everyone just keep your distance from each other type of thing. Yeah. It, it's definitely being on the staff side. It's one of those like, hey, we don't need to be hugging each other kind of thing. Um, we do our jobs and everything kind of works out. Um, now, like, obviously, because the rules are while they're practicing, things are less social distance while practice happens. Right. Yeah. But as the, the kind of big thing is it's all trust as well. Um, because every, everyone on the Mavs team is doing their thing to stay safe. And by extension, we keep each other safe. Um, I think that's awesome. I love that. So when, when you say like, obviously during practice, I mean, they, they're kind of, are they practicing like normal or is it a little, are they, do you feel like they're adjusting the way that the team is working out together because in light of this, or do you feel like because of the parameters in place where you're basically quarantining together, it's, it's a little, it's a little different. So they're, it's okay to kind of make it the contact that they're making. What do you see? I mean, so like I wasn't in other practices. This is the first time I've actually been in heavy practice before. Um, when we were in Dallas, it was definitely more social distanced. Um, using the two courts they have, everyone was on their own split up on those four baskets and it was never, never the entire team in the gym at the same time. Um, now here, the entire team is in the gym and everything's kind of slowly getting together kind of thing. Um, they've done five on fives, um, as is allowed now, um, during practice and everything's kind of, I guess, becoming quote unquote normal, but it's still different and different, different and weird. So what about, um, what about like guests and access? I mean, this has been something I'm sure you're seeing it. NBA bubble life on Twitter is probably my mm -hmm. new favorite follow. <laughs> it's definitely keeping like just collecting everything. Who one burns place. that? Do we know? Do we know? I have no idea. Do you think it's no idea. in the bubble? Yes or yes? Like, uh, what are we, what's the hypothesis in that regard? Like, I don't know for sure. I'm going to guess that it's somebody outside the bubble. Uh-huh. Just because of how much stuff is out there, they have access to it. I don't feel like it's somebody on the inside. But... Who the hell knows? 
It would make the calls great. coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so no guests though, right? Because that was one of the things that, you know, we don't have to go into full detail. I know it wasn't a Mavericks player, but like there was some like slight like controversies they were going on with like people maybe breaking the rules in terms of trying to break inside the bubble, like have people come in or not. Like what is that policy looking like? And like are they are there just guards that are just standing standing at all the entrances and exits and all that? I mean, that's how we had a training camp for cowboys. Like we were straight up like guards twenty four seven, who are you? Show your badge. One time Never mind, I'm not gonna tell that story. But <laughs> um, there, there are guards um, at all the entrances. Like, um, we do have to wear our credential. Like, when I don't know if you've you can look up the Grand Floridian, and it's I'd stay there. Is that where you're at? Yeah. Let's go. I've definitely stayed there. There's alligators in that lake, though. I haven't seen any yet, so I'm looking forward to that. That actually, actually is where, this is a sad story. That's where that kid. He's from Nebraska. He got, that he got killed. That was sad. Oof. Yeah. Playing a little too close to the water. I don't mess with Way to bring it down. Yeah. Right. Don't recommend that. <laughs> Stay away from the water. Just look yeah. at him from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away yep. from uh, I, I've been I've been to Gatorland before, so I mean I've seen gators. So. <laughs> I don't think I have, so I don't know what I would do. <laughs> so they just the chill. <laughs> They're just chilling. They're totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, a question that Meg and I now knowing you're at the Grand Floridian, that's like that's the nicest hotel on. Oh, we're we're super lucky because yeah. according going into this. The Coronado, which is a newer hotel, uh -huh. is, that's where the Lakers, uh, the Bucks, like quote your your higher uh, ranked team ones. There. But they don't have balconies. They don't have uh, the grounds are a little bit nicer here. I think I haven't actually been on their grounds, but I'm gonna say the grounds here are nicer. Like during quarantine, we could go out into our balcony and sit and enjoy the fresh air. So that was nice. Balconies are a definite positive during quarantine. I can confirm. Like if I, so our friend Dave doesn't have a balcony and I have felt for him throughout this quarantine experience because balcony has been my like saving grace, like my saving yeah. grace. Um, how's the food though? Cause that, that's Meg and I, Meg was dying to know, like Meg, we've been talking about this. Like this is a burning question. Like it's been a topic. And actually, if you guys follow Jason, I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout out. Um, you can follow him on Twitter. It's J Chinook. And so it's C-H-I-N-N-O-C-K on Twitter. You took this epic video. What did you shoot on? Like a red or something of your freaking box lunch? <laughs> I just saw it on my, my, the Sony a7 III. Um, I haven't done any more since. But um, I don't know. I think you should bring that back. Yeah. I, I maybe I should. I'm always so tired though coming home. <laughs> You're like, I'm just gonna eat this. Like I'm not yeah. gonna take a picture. And that's the other thing too is I, I haven't eaten in, in the room. Probably, basically since quarantine, because um, we get our food down in the. Our, each team has like a room or two here uh -huh. on campus. 
like to store gear and have team meetings um, and get have food delivered there. Um, so normally we all just eat there kind of thing. Some people still bring it back to the rooms. Um, but I think you were you were going to the how what is the food? Yeah. Food's honestly, it's like honestly, the problem is presentation because it's box food that's put into a box that is then put into one of those large hotel heating units. And for clarification's sake, they're doing that for safety reasons, right? Because yeah. like, you can't be like dipping your spoon into someone else's spoon in the middle of a, in, in the, like someone else's like food in the middle of a freaking pandemic. Like you can't go full golden corral out here. Like that's not going to be a thing that passes yeah. protocols. Exactly. And like, honestly, it's the, it's the same food that would, would be in those buffets or just cooked in the hotel room. Like, um, it was mainly because of those boxes and like when it was being delivered, you know, sometimes there's a lot of people here and sometimes you'd get it late. So you'd get it cold. So no one's going to like cold food. Um, but the food itself is good. Like the past three days have been, I think some of the best food we've had this entire time. What have you been eating? What, like what's been on the menu? We got to know. I mean, it's everything from just normal steak and chicken. Um, we've had a pad thai night. There was Ooh, some. Mess up some pad thai right about meow. Yeah. And it's the massive portions too, because we're dealing with, NBA basketball players who also need to eat. So, um, let's see. I know there was a fried rice night. That was good. This all sounds great. There was pot stickers with that. Yeah, I'm going to need to talk to whoever was complaining like the first week there. Yeah. It yeah. feels like a presentation it's, problem, like you said. And like, it's a freaking pandemic. Like, let's, let's chill out. Look, yeah. we're not at a steakhouse. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We're trying and to as, uh, not eat the best foods and have like the most Instagram worthy. Like this is not a food porn situation. Okay. Yeah, totally. And then as like, I think, uh, uh, Dodo said once, he was like, Hey, free food always tastes better too. So <laughs> well, that you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so we've been watching, um, the players, like the Mavs and just all the fun stuff they've been doing. Uh, tell us, I want to know, like, how are people spending their time? How are you spending your free time? It sounds like you don't have a lot of free time, but what are some of the players doing? And what are you seeing, like, favorite pastimes? Fishing seems to be one of them. And, like, I feel like there's going to be some some pro anglers coming out of this whole situation. So the fishing caught me off guard. Like, I knew it was going to be here because we're right on this lagoon lake thing that the Disney Corporation man-made. Um but I did not expect the amount of players who are all like, hell yeah, let's go fishing. Like there are a lot of players are pumped to do it. Like you see them constantly going out fishing. Um, what about bait? Are they using like night crawl? Like should I nerd out real quick? Are, are we doing like night crawlers? Is this like artificial? Like, I am old school. Like, are there bobbers yeah. available? Like also very important questions to be asked. Like I'm still. So I actually, have, 
I've seen bobbers. Uh, there, but there's there's artificial like worms, um, but then also when you can book uh, fishing expeditions that go out on the lake uh-huh. um, that are guided, and the guide will uh, bring minnows and whatnot for live bait. Because there's uh, some like hefty fish in that lake. Like I was not yeah. expecting that. Yeah, there. Uh, I think the guide was telling me. Uh, he's caught like 13 pounders out there. 13 pounders. Dang. So. So you're like, then- so if you don't like the food that is delivered to your room, you can get yourself a little boat, take a tour <laughs> and go catch your damn food. Like if you need more to eat, it's available. I mean, it sounds like there's some pretty good activities. Like, you're at a summer camp. Are we playing like Color Wars or uh, Red Rover or what else? What else we have going on? Ping pong. Uh, so there's uh, there are some rooms with table tennis. Uh, I've yet to have. I know there's some in the players' lounge, um, and I think I saw some teams have one. I wish we had access to one because I really would like to play some table tennis. Uh, but <laughs> the other stuff, there's cornhole around there's those giant jenga blocks sitting around uh, people spend time at the that massive pool in the middle uh and then the mavericks uh staff brought a pickleball set and that's been a big hit Ooh. um that's like some of the staffers are going really hard playing pickleball and the players will come and play as well so wait can you get a bunch of competitive guys playing something? Yeah. <laughs> like we, it sounds like we need to send you guys can jam is another good one. Just if I can throw out another recommendation, uh, can jam is a great training camp type game. Nice. Time. So like, oh, I, and- yeah, like I just feel like I can send you one if you need it. <laughs> like I'm not coming down there, but like I will contribute to some Mavs content and your well being if it's nice. available. Uh, the other one that was really cool that Casey Smith, uh, one of the staffers, brought is Cub, K-U-B-B. Uh-huh. I think it's also known as Viking Chess. Oh. That's been – that was really fun. We haven't played it recently because everyone's been on this pickleball, um, I guess. Kick? Rock. Everyone, yeah, kick. Um, but Cub was really cool because it's like – five wooden blocks on the backside and you throw like a one foot wooden dowel to try to knock them over. Um, it's a relatively easy game, but um, it's pretty fun because it's, you know, dexterity. You can hold a beer while you do it. So the key important to a great game. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's all you exactly. need. <laughs> um, so I want to know your favorite before we let you go your favorite like maps quarantine bubble story thus far like something maybe not the whole entire world would know give us give us a funny one or quirky thing that's happened where you're like i was not expecting that or luca did something funny or you know any of the above all of the above rick you and rick <laughs> i'm just i'm trying to think because like there's obviously there's been so much things happening and how- well, <laughs> top five. I, 
but I'm for me, I'm just kind of like everything just kind of washes over me. So I feel bad because I don't have anything specific. Are you around for the trick shot? Yes, I, I have. There you go. So the because Luke has been doing those or at least attempting something every day. Uh, and a lot of the guys are starting to come uh, try it as well. Got to step up their game. Yeah, like recently we've been in the same tra- uh, complex or court for practices, which have like probably 60-foot ceilings or something ridiculous. Like the ceilings are so high, and they have these big metal beams. And first Luca was trying it, and then KP's trying No, KP started it. Uh, Luca's been trying it. Now the whole team's trying. They're throwing the ball up to the top, hit the beam, have it bounce in. Like, they haven't been able to get it. Like, they're hitting the rim <laughs> on the bounce back, uh, but no one's gotten it in yet. Maybe by the uh, time this episode airs, they will have gotten it. And you're going to tweet it, right? Like, if they do. like. Well, I, I'm, I'm more or less there trying to shoot it every time. So, yes. I'm hoping I can get it. <laughs> so. Well, who's the um, – since we're at summer camp, who's the best camper? Like, who is thriving? <laughs> the Mavericks. The entire Mavericks. <laughs> like, I, uh, no doubt about it, I feel like the Mavericks are – and you, people can think I'm biased because I'm working for them, but <laughs> we're living it up here. Yeah, uh, a bunch of young guys on the team, too, having a good time. Yeah, we're constantly out at the pool. Like, we're still going to practice. The entire team's going to practice and practicing hard. Um, but – we're all out at the pool. We're all playing games. We're hanging out. Um, yeah. So Sounds like that'll be good for the bond going forward. I was going to say, like, this yeah. is why I love this team. Like, they're taking a, a crappy situation, for lack of a better way of saying it. Like, obviously, the pandemic sucks. And mm-hmm. even what you were saying with, like, Coach, where he's doing the best he can to provide you guys, but also, like, the fans, like, the access and, like, some entertainment at home and, you know, the team themselves, like, they're – they're having fun with it. Like they're playing, you know, pickleball or spike ball or whatever they're playing. Spike ball. Yeah. Spike ball. Why does it? Well, yeah. They're, they're playing spike ball as well. And they're doing those in practice too. Cause it's hand eye coordination stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I freaking love this team. Like it feels like the genuine energy that you see coming across in these videos that everyone's posting is very real. Like they love each other. They're having fun. Like they're making the best of it. And you know, it's, as good of a time as it can be, if you will. Yeah, yeah bubble life doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. yeah. The, I think the, yeah, the Mavericks are definitely living the best they can. Now, we're all definitely missing our uh, families and stuff back at home. So I know that's definitely going to start wearing, wearing down some people, but got to make the best of it too. So. Sure. Sure. Meg, any final questions? I know you're always good for a question or two or a pun before I, before <laughs> I we let our guy go back to uh, bubble life. <laughs> I mean, I really just wanted to know who the best camper was. So, um, like on like I know it sounds like a cop out, but it really is. Everyone on the Mavericks are going for it, having fun. I have another one. If uh, if they were gonna do a talent show. Cool. <laughs> what would uh, what would Luca do? 
and can you actually make this talent? You can make it up to <laughs> content idea. Here, you know what? This is actually serving as a think tank for your content. I just feel like you could take this back and pitch it and <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, every single summer camp has a talent show. Yes. Come on. This is a thing. Talent show. Hmm. Would he just do a bunch of trick shots or like is he does he have some good pipes? Like can he sing? Oh yeah. Uh well I mean if you saw today they post Bobon and Lucas singing at the <sighs> practice. Bobon is a treasure. Yes. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna go look I, for that. So it sounds yeah, like we've got some good musical acts involved. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know how anybody could not like Bobon. Uh, hanging out with him here. He's just honestly the nicest guy ever <laughs> met a nicer person. That's awesome. We love to hear it. I know. Geez. Like these are, they're so great. I love that so much. Um, well, last, last request. If you just want to, you know, tweet out like the songs, like the practice playlist, that's cool too. Um, those are always a hit. Like, We'll tune in for that. We'll take any and all the content. Um, but it sounds like you're having a good time and you're feeling safe. If I, I, I didn't ask you though, I mean, overall, like you feel safe. Like you feel like the way the NBA is doing it is as the best way that they can within their power, with the knowledge they have and and know and you know can operate within. Yeah, I totally. I I really honestly uh, believe that because it's. It's a very tough situation, this whole thing. Uh, I can't imagine being on Adam Silver's side of having to deal with all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, from my perspective, I can definitely feel like this is doing, doing good. Um, way now, to go yeah. Way to go cubes and way to go coach is what you're trying to say. Yeah. For sure. Now, related to the NFL, it's going to be way tougher for them. I can see that. So, so just, okay. just from the numbers alone of people, because you're dealing with at least twice as many uh, just on the players. Not No, three times as many on the player side. Right. And then countless more staff. So I mean, it sounds like – testing is going to be key and um like keeping a tight knit of people that can stay pretty isolated yeah just kind of based off of um things in the bubble it sounds like that's the best way to play it so hopefully and we'll that, that's have a good plan. uh that the one thing i did want to say is uh it's definitely been tough because we're limited to 35 people including players here in the bubble so yeah <laughs> all, all of us on the staff side we're um all helping each other out i mean even the players are helping we're all helping each other um there's people pulling double and triple duty um i mean myself i'm shooting photos video and sometimes taking my phone out and shooting social and that kind of thing and i wouldn't be able to do it um, cause I also want to say this, I wouldn't be able to do it without the help of everyone back at the Dallas office and maps digital side. Cause, uh, the way we have it set up is I'm shooting, uh, and sending everything back. I'm not editing here. Um, 
And so having Monica and Steve and on the photo side and Jonathan and Steph on the video side has been, makes my life way easier. And so I'm super appreciative of that. It takes Teamwork it makes the dream work. Yep. Dang, that's awesome. Well, Jason, you've been amazing. I am just so, you're living history. You're, you're making history right now. You're, I mean, we all are living in it. You're making it maybe more than we are. And so probably <laughs> you for, yeah, seriously, for being out there. I think what you're doing is super awesome and you're a total badass. And it sounds like the NBA is really has at least as much of a handle on this as you possibly can in such a weird time. And so, you know, that's, that's always good to hear. And hopefully other leagues will take some notes based off of kind of what the standard they've set. But um, I want to make sure that people know where to find you and your amazing work. So this is your time. Um, and I know you hate doing this, but real quick, Jason and I have known each other for a long time, ever since I was an intern. Jason has worked in this industry and is such the consummate professional. Um, he has done a lot of work, Cowboys, Stars, Rangers, you name it, um, obviously Mavericks. He's all over the place. So he does great, great work. You guys can follow him on Twitter at jchinnock. So it's J-C-H-I-N-N-O-C-K. You can get some real behind the scenes, just straight from the source stuff. You've got great work there. What else are you working on, my friend? Uh, I want to make sure that the world knows what's up. I mean, it's the same handle on Instagram. Um, but other than that, this is all I'm working on right now. So, because... Cool. After. And it's just going straight up on the Mavs website? What? the uh, All your content? Yeah, uh, pretty much everything I send back is all Mavs Instagram stuff. Um, Perfect. I'm occasionally posting a few things on my own, but I kind of hold everything back until they post it. Because, yeah. That's, um, how that, that's how we roll. They're, they're, yeah. They're the ones paying me, so I'm going to um, go that way. <laughs> Everyone's like, why? Like, I, yes, that's such a valid point. It's like, you always post on the team and then you can post your own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's how you know you've been doing this for a minute, my friend. Jason, <laughs> thank you so much. You're so amazing. Uh, congrats again on this cool assignment. And thank you. Stay safe. Good luck. Um, you guys make sure. I look forward to the talent show. Yeah, the talent show's happening. I'll Jason's making that happen for us, so thanks. Yeah, I'll make sure I'll I'll, I'll run it up the, the chain and see well, what happens. We it, so it's fine. Just tell Rick because yeah. y'all are like. Tell, tell your camp counselor. <laughs> well, well, first, I guess we'll we'll need to have the the stage built because I don't know if we have a stage ready for that. So. All the world's a stage. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, you guys. Jason, thank you. You're amazing. We will see you on the Mavs Instagram and on Twitter, my friend. You're the best. All right. Thank you. Cool, right? I thought so too. I mean, we're, we're literally living through a history chapter right now, and Jason is just so smack dab in the middle of it. Um, but all of that aside, in conclusion, all y'all down in Disney need to chill because apparently the food really isn't that bad. And they're doing it for a reason. So again, new normal is going to be the key word you're going to hear a lot of this year. It just is what it is. And we're all doing the best we can, y'all. So um, interesting, again, to say the least. So we'll see 
what the Cowboys in the NFL, how things fare with them. Obviously, the NBA seems to be going well. Hopefully, the NFL can follow suit. We will be sure to find out sooner rather than later. But um, until then, we'll see you guys on Monday. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Mask up so we can have sports again in the flesh. And for Girls Talking Boys, my name is Kelsey. You can find me on Twitter, Kelsey underscore Charles. My lovely co-host, Megan Murray. You can find her at Meg Murray with four R's on the Twitter too. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast, Blogging the Boys, wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher. Rate, review, you guys. It really does help us out. We'll chat you soon, but always and forever. Dallas forever, Philly for never. Bye, y'all. <laughs>